Comedy Podcast, everybody. What's happening? Sorry, it's been so fucking long, but guess what? Explicit episode. I'm at a point of crisis. I'm at a big point of crisis. Maybe you can help me out. So here's the thing. I'm out on a back injury. So so this has been peppered with uh, strikes and gutters, as the dude would say. I hate to bring that up because everybody knows that movie. But it's been ups and downs, baby. I last talked to you, I was uh, taking the captain's exam. I passed. I'm uh, about halfway down the list. So, if things go my, on my, in my corner, in my behalf for the next two years, I'll be looking at a captain's job. It's a good milestone. I feel good about it. Only thing left to do is just start working this one so that when it happens... I just fold into the fray with a double seam, you know, like the old, like the, like the hem of your pants, hem of my, my class A pants. And I'm happy about that. <clears throat> By the way, you can find us at TrumpetyPodcast.com, Stitcher Radio, iTunes as well, if you subscribed two years ago. If you haven't, still can't get to it. Sorry, I'm a little out of breath right now because what I'm doing is taking a hike. I just took a hike from civilization for the last month. And what had happened was I was back on the job lifting a 500-pound woman from bed to gurney. We were doing pretty well. We had a ready bed underneath her, which is a sheet with handles, boys and girls. And we were moving nice and slow, and things were going according to plan until... I stepped on the wheel of the gurney, lost my balance, and torqued it. That uh, sent fire and, and, and theoretical shivers up and down my spine. Jacked me out hard. And I'm dealing with that right now. So I've been out for about a month and uh, rehabbing it. Has been about a bitch recently. Has been really tough. I really try and do some good physical therapy on it throughout the day. But in the end, the next morning, I feel like I'm more stiff. So that with some Flexoril, some Motrin, some acetaminophen, and flexing and stretching and trying out some yoga, but then feeling the pain every day. Oh man, it's like it's much like this hill I'm climbing right now. You just keep climbing and climbing and climbing, but you just realize you're gonna just get to another incline uh, and slide down a little bit. So, yes, I passed the exam. It's very good. Uh, I have a tendency not to focus on the positive things in life. I have a tendency to look at what else needs to happen. <sighs> Case in point, I've got to finish this hike, get to my house in Woodacre, and get this thing ready to either rent or sell because I am running out of cash. I'm running out of any means of making money. And it's getting to be pretty frustrating. It's interesting, I was making, before my initial layoff in 09, was making about the same amount of money that I'm making now. And that was 11 years ago. 
So I don't know how you do with your living costs, but they've gone up in the last 11 years. And it's been, uh, again, again, an uphill struggle. Isn't this whole thing right now an uphill struggle for most of you? Is there anybody sitting on their haunches just going, I did a pretty good job. I'm going to be all right. I can rest on my laurels. That was, that was the, that was the uh, metaphor I meant. Resting on laurels. And I don't think anybody who is doing well ever rests on their laurels. I think you got to keep going, keep pushing. But I did this podcast a week ago doing the same walk. And I was bitter, boys. I was angry, girls. I'm telling you, I was really in a bad point just being so frustrated with my back. Frustrated with my financial situation. Uh, frustrated with the future prospects and seeming hopelessness of any kind of any momentum forward. You know, I keep pushing forward and sliding back. There's just nothing I can grab onto to help me forward. Or is it just the way I'm looking at it? It must just be the way I'm looking at it, huh? Because there's always something to grab. You just got to look around. Smoke. Come on, buddy. He keeps going down into holes and pipes and manholes. He loves to look down into things, this guy. Maybe that's my thing. I should be looking down into things. Anyway. Uh, So, I figured I can't put that out. I can't put those out for you to listen to. They're just... It's just Ken complaining and fuck, who cares what I have to say? Who cares about the negative shit? Everybody's got it. Everybody can go that way. And uh, it doesn't mean no good to look at holes. You know, when you're you're dirt bike riding, and they say, uh, well, when you're dirt bike riding, ladies and gentlemen, don't look at the holes. Look at the right path up the hill. That way, you'll always drive the way you're looking. And that's what I need to do. Anyway, come on. And then he also does this. He rolls in shit. Thank you. Come on. Anyway, as corny as it sounds, you do have to do that. I do have to do that. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I do have to uh, reinforce some positivity and just keep pushing forward. Just bothering you, by the way. I hope I... Me being out of breath isn't as exasperating and frustrating to you as it is to me. But again, I used to run this trail, and now I can barely hike it. Oh, man. Okay, we're coming up on a little berm, and then it kind of levels off. So we're almost there. We're almost there. So here's the plan. I'm going to get into voiceovers and narrations and... Anywhere that anybody needs some voiceover work, contact me at unitet at hotmail.com. U-N-I-T-E-T at hotmail.com. We'll discuss whatever project you have. If you need voiceover, you need narration, you need a character actor, you need a singer, whatever you need. I am officially open for hire. And um, aside from that... 
I'm going to try and get another, just something in this in this music field because I tell you what, I went and visited a friend not too long ago, and he gave me gave me all the music that we recorded together. This isn't even all the stuff that I have, but it's about four hours of music. And I just realized, man, no joke, I probably have about 200 songs completed. Probably have about another 400 snips and pieces that could be Frankenstein together, or at least flushed out. That's a good five album career, which is better than most musicians ever get in their lives. And they're decent songs, and I miss it. But what has happened is that I've become so frustrated of the fact that they never went anywhere that I don't want to play them anymore. Because the feeling of frustration overwhelms me. That's a terrible thing to happen to the one thing that you loved from the first time that you tried it. First thing that spoke to me about something beyond the ordinary. And a promise that there could be something else for me. Aside from a regular 9 to 5 job. And that breaks my heart and I I want to get it out there again I want to get out there I, I, I at least want to re- master some of these songs get them on Facebook Facebook, get them on iTunes get them on something and just say at least I got them out there for people You don't. you don't have to don't have to sell them all, but I know this is about emergency medicine, and this is about um, taking care of people as far as medication and fucking and patient care, and you know, being a good, get, being a good, better medic, and being a good firefighter, and just being a caregiver. But <clears throat> sometimes music heals people. Excuse me. I was just spitting out the cancer residue. <clears throat> sometimes, sometimes music heals you. And um, sometimes the best uh, patient that, that care you can give are some alpha waves that calm somebody down or a voice in the darkness that lights your way through a fucking terrible time you're going through. And if I could just... Get that done. Even if it's only to close the goddamn chapter on the music, you know? Just to say fucking done. Although... uh, See, I don't think you you understand. It's not something that I can ever get rid of. When I'm breathing, when I'm running, a song comes out of the beat. When I wake up at night, I'm singing a song. It's something that terrified me when I was in high school. When I realized I could never get away from the music. I was, I was trapped in my brain and there would always be a tune in my head and that freaked the fucking balls off me because you realize you're not really in control there's always this little thing that's still running as long as you're conscious that will be creating and analyzing and synthesizing and then playing it back in some kind of narrative that is somewhat understandable in this chaotic world. But 
first realize that when you're about 13 is fucking terrifying. And uh, it terrified me. And it just takes the form of music in me. It just takes the form of a song. I'm always singing. I'm just always singing. It's not. It's through no fault of my own. I'm not doing it on purpose. There's just always a song. In fact, one day I remember thinking, you know, because they always resolve into a chord. And I thought, the day I die, that won't resolve. And I'll go out dead without that resolved chord or that finished song in my head. And that, that was about when I was 17. That also terrified me. (sighs) Maybe pushed me away from music a little bit. But uh, regardless, I need to be a little bit more than just the musician, the, the, uh, the fire medic, the fireman that's responding to people once they've already broken. I'd like to be the one that keeps them from breaking, and myself included. I, I would like to be whole again. And um, after a bout with cancer, where I've lost smell and taste. Hearing is going. Um, There's a constant ringing in my ear. And they say that I'm going to get cataracts eventually, which is a healable thing. They They just put a lens in your eye. They take out your regular lens. But that's in my future. And now a back injury. Um... Together with struggling every shift, every day to make ends meet. Um, I'm not coming out on top. This isn't this isn't the job that my father promised, you know. He said, You gotta get a dependable job, man, something that will keep you safe during the hard times. Well, I went to cancer and they've refused to pay for that, and I've had to go fight for my money there. And there was an economic downturn, and they laid us off. So they didn't have my back there. And now, uh, I've got a damaged back, and I'm getting out of shape. And you think, this, is this job really worth it? Aside from the mental trauma, are we really making the right decision here? Am I? Am I making the right decision? Is this? This isn't. This isn't what was supposed to happen. <laughs> this isn't. This isn't the easy job I was promised. I mean, I'm willing to bust ass at a fire. I'm willing to get up any hour of the night. I'm just not willing to die from cancer or be thrown, you know, retired early because of a back injury. Like, it's not even. It's not even the job. It's not even a heroic death, you know? And I think that was a huge reason I wanted to do this. I wanted to be a superhero. I wanted to be the one that bust down a door, pulled a woman out of a fire, brought her outside, stripped off my turnouts, and started IVs, pushed Epi, and ran a code and saved her life. And you has been like, that's a, that's a superhero. That's what I want to do. And, um, you know, if I die in the... If I die in the effort to save someone's life, that's a heroic death. It's not heroic sitting in, a, sitting in, a, in an ER or sitting in hospice, shitting your pants, dying of cancer with seizures and, you know, your eyes popping out of your head. Sorry to be graphic, but these are, these are regular thoughts in my head now after dealing with that, that bout three years ago. 
But here's the truth. I've been alive for the last three years because I caught the cancer early and I was treated by experts in the field. And I am hiking right now. And I'm moving my legs and I'm getting slowly a little bit more loose. And I got a great dog. And the other thing is I got a little new baby at home who's just started to smile back at you and mimic you when you wave at him. And he smiles when he dreams. And pretty soon he'll be talking. And I'll be able to coach his little league team maybe. If, if he plays, I don't know, you know. So, I signed up for middle management, and that's almost what I have. And I think to get a little bit further, uh, just got to keep climbing that hill. <laughs> got to keep looking in the right direction. Don't look at the potholes. Look at the way up to the top, fool. Uh, and that's pretty boring, I guess. It's a pretty boring existence when you like this. I really do realize that. That's why I like the high stress of being in fires. And it's kind of boring when you're not in them. That's why I like being up in front of people playing my heart out. Despite the fact that sometimes they don't even listen. It's worse than if they were to critique you. But I got very few of both. Anyway... Where does that bring us? To the everyday walking around, doesn't it? It brings me back to where I am right now. Just doing a regular little walk around with my dog. Smoke, stay away from that stuff. Smokey, get away from the fucking hole. He did this last time, too. It's a cliff drop, and they're building a carport there, and he wants to walk out onto the two-by-eights. Scares me every time he does it. Uh... And then that's it. Humdrum life with a little bit of excitement like that. You know? Maybe that's all there is to it. Every once in a while, something great happens. You know? Every once in a while. I guess I'll just focus on the baby. Anyway, that's all I got. Uh... If you got any answers, just let me know on Facebook or uh, the Hotmail address. And we'll talk to you later. You got it. Use it. What's going on?